So you saw the title of this podcast and you clicked on it. And I'm pretty sure you thought to yourself, I wonder what kind of freaky, disgusting, nasty, kinky shit I could possibly learn today. And you know what? You are absolutely correct. But this podcast isn't just about sex. It's about things that I think are sexy. And who am I? Well, I'm your gracious host, V the Only Letter. And we're going to talk about a variety of topics on this podcast, like uh, politics, religion, sex, and smegma. Yeah, we're going to talk about dick cheese. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the O oh, That Sexy Podcast. I am your host, V, the only letter. And I'm back at you again with another solo episode. Now, for the last episode, I forgot to put in the drink of the episode, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Uh, don't kill me. Um, So this one, I'm definitely going to start it off in the beginning with... Uh, a wine. Now, my girlfriend bought this wine. I asked her to uh, bring some wine over this past weekend. I wanted to have a little bit of wine, which I did. And she didn't. But there's a reason why. So, the episode is going to be... Uh, the drink of the episode, I should say, is going to be dedicated to Jeunesse wine. They make a really good semi-sweet wine, a Cabernet. So, we're just going to pop this. And we're going to get this bitch started. So now, I got my wine pulled up. I'm looking like the baddest bitch you've ever seen in your entire life. And I'm ready to talk some shit. So dig this. I am going to play a game with you. Okay? So the game is, right, I'm going to say three statements and you got to guess which one is true. And at the end of the episode, I'll let you know which one it is. But I'm going to give you three statements about myself. And you tell me or you think to yourself which one is true. All right. Just hold that thought. First statement. I've once cleaned my testicles with rubbing alcohol. Second statement. I've once shitted behind a tree in a park and used leaves to wipe my ass. Third statement. I wrote on a paperback of a photo holder that I'm bored at my old job and was almost terminated. Plus, I misspelled the word bored. So, out of all three of those statements, you let me know which one is true or or, or you just put... 
let's say for instance you think about it like okay maybe a is true maybe b is true maybe c is true and if you if you got the if you got the answer just uh respond back to me on my instagram page at oh that sexy uh at oh that sexy and just uh give me a, a a one two or three so one i've once cleaned my testicles with rum and alcohol two i've once shitted behind a tree in a park and used leaves to wipe my ass three I wrote on a paperback of a photo holder that I'm bored at my old job and was almost terminated for it. Plus, I misspelled the word bored. So one, two, and three, and you go into my uh, Instagram page and you let me know. Now, there's a reason why I told you that story, right? Those things are very embarrassing. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, if it happened to anybody, don't matter. It's pretty embarrassing. That sounds like a pretty funny fucked up drunk telling story and you're right and i'm drinking and of course remember what i said one of these things are true so this past sunday i spend every sunday in this fucking pandemic the same way that i have been spending all my sundays in this fucking pandemic and i'm waking up to my girlfriend, and usually on Sundays we have a routine, um, we'll wake up, have a cup of coffee, speak with my mom, get ready to plan out for the day. Now, if you know me, you know I love my New York Jets. And it's so funny, um, I've, I've been thinking about having my relationship as a, a sacrifice to the football gods because ever since we started getting steady, um... My team has been the laughing stock of the league, so I feel like I need to do like a Mayan um, sacrifice uh, to the <laughs> to the football gods and put my relationship on the altar. I'm joking, joking, jokes. And um, I'm uh, I'm laying down and I'm going over my my lineup, and she comes over and we begin to have like playful banter. You know, mine's is more sarcastic, hers is more like potty humor exchanging pleasantries and shit like that and so we talk about our day and we talk about everything that's going on in our day and as she's talking to me i know what she's saying is very important and i know what she's trying to you know get hey listen what are we doing what time i know the jets are playing at one o'clock what's going on and in my mind i am doing Everything to kind of shut her out and prepare for fantasy football because, of course, this is the last week and you want to go into the playoffs. Thank God I'm in with a bang. And I'm trying to focus and I'm trying to just consume so much information about my lineup, who's starting, where they're going to be playing at, the percentage that a wide receiver or a tight end, like just... So much, so much information I'm trying to process. And I feel like it's like a song, right? I feel like it's between her chatter and the just me processing and talking to myself in my head. It's just like it's like a it's like a song that you just want to shut the fuck off. I love fantasy football. I really do. But I feel like I couldn't enjoy the moment with her. 
I couldn't. I couldn't enjoy the just tranquility of of just being there, you know? Just not even saying anything, just breathing. And so my mind is consumed with everything and switching players around and listening to news reports and reading it. And I'm just consuming so much information and I, you know, I, I didn't know how to walk away. What makes it worse is you're in a group chat and you're in a group chat with all your boys who's in the same fantasy football league and we're all hyper competitive. We all know we're all shit talking and that's going in my brain and there's so much history with the lead. There's so much, there's so much, um, trash talking. There's so much like shit and muck being thrown around and it's, it's, it's intoxicating. It's thrilling, but I keep hearing that music. So we take a break and I, I put my phone down and then we decide we're going to go to target because she wanted to get some things. She's doing a keto diet and I am completely obsessed with my new toothbrush and I wanted to see if they had accessories for my new toothbrush. And <laughs> fucking love this toothbrush. Shout out to Quibi. They make an amazing toothbrush. Love that thing. So I get to target. And our beautiful Sunday was met with a disastrous uh, afternoon when we got into an argument. Uh, she walks into Target and, it, you know, we walked in around about a little close to 12. Now, the game's at one. This is the last week of fantasy football. I want to be home. I want to be prepared. I want to be ready. I want to be focused. I need to be, I need to be home. I need to be. I got to be home. And I snap on her. And I didn't mean to. You know, I I got at her because she's walking in a different aisle than the area that we were supposed to be going to go get some stuff. <clears throat> and it's not that I don't enjoy shopping with her. It's I just felt like she wasn't going to put my time in consideration. And so when I, I, I got at her, I said, hey, like what? Where do we, what's the plan? What, what do we need to do? Cause in my mind, I was like, hey, listen, if you could tell me I need this, 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 and this, anything to make the time go faster, I'll do it. And, um, just tell me what you need for me and I'll help you out. And she took it as me trying to hurry her up, which I mean, duh. And, and you know, retrospect looking at it, yeah, I was, but I also wanted to make sure that her needs was met and I wanted to make sure that she was helped. And so from that point forward, she was very, very upset, very angry at me. And I can understand. And we get back home after our short trip and a guilt purchase of a Yeti mug. Um, we get back home and it's the same attitude. And my my girlfriend has been learning to take her anger and try to remove herself which has been a great step because before it would have just been a crazy argument but now it's more peace or at least i thought until i started messing around with her playing around being lighthearted, opening her up and of course you know what happens following that right we get into another fucking fight. Go fucking figure. 
This time it's screaming and anger and words, choice words. And the only thing that could quiet this music was Chinese food that I ordered from Uber Eats. And so we're sitting at our table and I'm downing this bottle of wine because fuck Lord knows I need it. And I hear the chewing. Uh, In the distance, the game was on, but I wasn't even focused on the game. I couldn't enjoy the game. I'm in an argument. And all you could hear is the chewing and the chewing all the and she's chewing angry and I'm chewing angry and she's chewing angry and I'm chewing angry and it turns into fucking music playing over and over we're avoiding each other not even looking at each other don't damn near don't want to fucking talk to each other basically it was can you excuse me pardon me could you pass that I appreciate it thank you And it was so like that fucking music was playing. And it's annoying. It's even more annoying because while you're sitting there chewing the fucking life out of your food, you're thinking about everything that led up to this damn fight. And of course, the inception of rationalizing the argument never begins with self-rationalization. It, it doesn't. You're never going to look at yourself and think, well, maybe I did something wrong. Of course, it's always going to be, man, if you would have fucking listened to me, if you would have calmed down, if you would have listened to what I was saying, that music is playing all in your head. How can this person be so foolish? They said they love me. They would listen to me. How can I lead them wrong? I know what's best. Oh, selfish individual. How could you be so selfish in this relationship when I'm trying to help you? Silly fucking rabbit. (sighs) So I do what I always do. I watch a movie. I could care less what she's doing. She's on her phone watching Housewives or something. And so I'm watching this movie called Mank. So by this time of the night, I'm being completely obliterated in fantasy football. My Jets lose in a very stunning fucking fashion. My girlfriend is on another couch watching TV on a phone, and I'm watching this movie. Now, the only thing I have left to soothe my aching soul is this bottle of wine. So I'm watching this movie on Netflix called, I think, Mank, M-A-N-K. And it's about a writer. I believe his name is Herman Mankiewicz. And he, I believe, um, and some people believe, especially if you listen to the lore of the great movie that is Citizen Kane, is the original screenplay writer of the film. And the story basically goes over, I I, I don't want to spoil some of the surprise from it, but basically it's about him... uh, creating the script for Citizen Kane for Orson Welles and uh, what happened from that point forward. 
And so, if you've ever seen the movie Citizen Kane, it, it's a movie that you must watch. It basically tells the tale of a, a man in several phases of his life. And it is a revolutionary movie because this is the first time that we're seeing a screenplay play out in different periods at abrupt times. And it's a hard movie to follow, but once you see it in totality and you understand it, it is uh, quite one of the most beautiful pieces of film. When it first came out, uh, it did not receive that much of a, a good reception. And over time, it grew to be the masterpiece that most film buffs and even amateur film buffs would say that it is. And there was a special part in this film and he's writing everything out. And I got the idea of writing out my episode. And the funny thing about writing is that I usually don't write. Um, especially when, I do, when I've done some episodes, I might have some questions that I have to decide that I remember. But I don't spend too much time writing, uh, depending on the guests or depending on the situation, if at all. So I started to think a lot about how I want my work to perceive. And I had an interesting conversation with my mom uh, roughly about three days ago about fear and, you know, some of the lack of production that I've been producing, unfortunately, has stemmed from fear. What if this works? What if this is going to fail? What if no one listens? What if nobody pays attention? What if I'm not the black Joe Rogan? And it's music being played over and over and over. It's this depressing song that comes into your head and you listen to it and you mull over it. And sometimes you try to drink it away. It doesn't work. Sometimes you try to smoke it away. It doesn't work. Sometimes you try to fuck it away. That might help. But it comes back. And... The best advice that she she gave me was just fuck it, just do it. And it's very easier said than done. It's extremely easier said than done. All you do is say it, just do it. But there's something in your stomach that has to get you to get up and go do it. There's that drive, that purpose to have you get up and go and be the best self, be the best person to quiet the noise. And as I'm watching this movie, Mank, <clears throat> it is a part that inspired me to write. And so one part of the movie, the, the guy who the movie is very much based off of, decides to have a dinner party. And everyone, now this is the 1930s now. 1930s, everybody got buku money. Like this dude is, live, he has fucking giraffes everywhere. He has a zoo. It's a completely amazing mansion. And he has a dinner party and he invites Mink over. Now, Mink is an alcoholic, but Mink tells it like it is. And he tells it straight. He doesn't bullshit you. He might have a pleasant way of putting the truth, but if you can read beyond the charm, if he's telling you to go fuck yourself, he's telling you to go fuck yourself. And so there's a part of the movie that talks about the parable 
of the organ grinder and the monkey. Now, if you don't know what an organ grinder is, I'll explain. So I, I don't know if you've ever seen these old school cartoons or shows where there's a guy that has an organ grinder. It's like an accordion and he's playing it. Basically, it is an accordion and he's playing it. And there's a monkey that's in a fez hat and a cute little outfit and he dance. And people go out and they give money to the guy who's playing the organ grinder. And the monkey continues to keep dancing and dancing and dancing and making money. That's the organ grinder and the monkey. But the parable is, as long as that music is playing, that monkey is dancing. Now, the thing about the monkey is that the monkey does not realize that this is all for a show. The monkey simply believes all of this is for his gratification and attention, and it's not. It is to make the boss money. Now, why am I telling you all of these things? What does this have to do with anything? What am I saying? What is it about this organ grinder and the monkey? How does this fit to my Sunday? I made those show notes because I need to prepare better. Now, I will be the first to tell you I had many a menage a trois with anxiety and fear. Sometimes with the condom and sometimes without. But baby, when you get it without a condom, mm, 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 mm. But the only reason those things come up is because I don't prepare. I never do show notes. But see, this man had the ability to stop the music because he always spoke from his mind. And he controlled his own destiny at the end of the movie. He decided to stop the movie by taking action. I took action at the end of the Sunday. I owned up to what was true about me. I was impatient. I was being an asshole. When you take accountability... That music quiets down. Maybe fantasy football is just a fucking game and I gotta relax. Taking things way too serious. Quiets the music. Maybe I need to prepare better because if I want people to take my work, my platform, my voice, Seriously, then maybe should I. And it's about time I stop allowing the world and all of its wonders and vices to stop playing the fucking organ. And I play the organ myself, not because I want to control another monkey, just to know I have the ability to stop the music. We get caught up in some of the dumbest stuff that wastes so much time of our life. You know, after the whole thing was over, we sat down and we talked about it. She took ownership of what I did, which is rare. Not for her, but we've worked on accountability. I've definitely worked on accountability. 
and we made up. Did I lose in fantasy football? Yeah, but you know what? You live to fight another day. Or sometimes another season. And I'm very proud of myself for preparing show notes. And I hope it shows. Sometimes you need, not sometimes, it's no fucking sometimes. Turn the music off. You become the organ player. You take the power back. Because you don't want to play to the strings of someone else's music. You want to play to the strings of your own or don't play at all. And that's true freedom. Guys, if you like this, please give me a thumbs up on all social media platforms. Okay, seriously. Give me a thumbs up on Apple. SoundCloud, if you like it, share it with your friends. Give me a review. Tell me what you think. I really do appreciate it. I love you all. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Make sure you take the music and make sure you turn it off. Take it easy. Thank you so much for listening to the All That Sexy Podcast. Again, I think I said it. I'm pretty sure I said it. Well, it doesn't matter. You guys love me anyway. You can find me on all social media platforms at V-T-H-E-O-N-L-Y-L-E-T-T-E-R on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You already know all that shit. You can also follow the podcast on the same social media platforms and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes, new insight, new intellect, and of course, new debauchery on SoundCloud. Links will be posted to all respective platforms. I love you all from the middle of my heart, like right at the left atrium, like in the middle area. That's where I love Please like, share, and subscribe. And remember, stay sexy. You don't want to waste one. Girl, you know you got the remedy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And baby, you and I make synergy, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I can see it in your eyes, ooh, shorty, I can see it in your eyes.